You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Now, from the Mousecapades Studios, here are your hosts... Happy Hump Day, Masquerades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie, Gina, and Matt. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 820, and you are listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. Just a reminder that the Mousecapades and More podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. If you're looking to book a trip, we'd be glad to help. You could just text Matt. Gina, Vicki, or myself, Stephanie, at 636-373-4497, and we'd be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your resort and ticket package, so contact one of us today. So last year, I didn't know if they were just doing this to beef things up at Disney and get more people happy that it was back, but did you know that this weekend was halfway to Halloween? Apparently, we celebrate that all the time at Disney now, so... They celebrated by telling everybody that Mickey's not so scary is coming back. And then they, uh, you know, put out some of the things that are going to come out at Halloween, I guess. But for halfway to Halloween, Trader Sam's at the Polynesian has this pretty cool tiki mug. And I thought of Matt immediately when I was reading about it because it um, is a haunted mansion gargoyle on the tiki mug. It's available um, with the purchase of, two of the different Halloween themed beverages. One of them's called the look alive Maui, Ta- Maui Thai, I think, or Mahi Thai. I don't know. It's the alcoholic version. And then there's a ghoulish Thai. Mai Thai. Thank you. There you go. The ghoulish delight is zero proof, which means it's safe for children. Um, they have these at Trader Sam's in Disneyland too. Ah, uh, well, at a uh, Disneyland hotel. So it says, here's how you get your hands on one. This seems like a pain to try to do. But you go and you get a wristband that it guarantees that you're going to get a mug. And the distribution begins at 12 p.m. each day until the supply uh, runs out. And then you come back to retrieve your wristband outside Trader Sam's at Disney's Polynesian Resort. Each guest can get two wristbands. Uh, means that you can get two mugs. Obviously, I think we understand that, Disney. Um, Trader Sam's virtual queue, which is typically used for entry into the small bar um, when it opens at 2 p.m. And once you're inside, you're able to order the drink that goes along with your mug and you pay for them both at the very same time. You can also do this at the Tiki Terrace, which is outside. Um, The Look Alive Mai Tai features rum, blackberry brandy, passion fruit, orange and guava juice, almond and lime. And the Ghoulish Delight is made of agave, passion fruit, grapefruit, lemon juice, Lemon juice, lemon (laughs) juice, and soda water. You'll then retrieve your mug outside, but be mindful that you have two options. Your first option is to wait in the physical queue at the Tiki Terrace and retrieve both your drink and your mug. However, your other option is to join the Grog Grotto virtual queue and have your drink inside. You'll then be able to go outside with your receipt to retrieve your mug. This seems really too much work. Right. (laughs) <laughs> yeah like a quest <laughs> after you've had your drink yeah that that's how you know you want the you mug. need like training on how to get a drink 
you can immediately go out and get your um, mug because you've already waited in the virtual queue to go into Trader's Land. So they're suggesting that you do the second version, but you do whatever makes your little part happy to get your little tiki mug that looks like a gargoyle from Haunted Mansion. They're cute. No, they really are cute. Yeah, I don't know if they're worth that. I mean, I'll just buy one on eBay. I thought of Vicky when I saw this today, though, um, that the candy store in Magic Kingdom is doing something, too, with the popcorn buckets. I thought that was awesome. I thought of Vicky because when we went on our girls trip, her and uh, Kaylee went and got one. <laughs> but you say a secret word and then they make your popcorn bucket with them, like some Halloween treat stuff. That's pretty cool. You say a secret word? Yes, it's Doom Buggy. Yep, it's Doom Buggy. It's like Haunted Mansion colored M&Ms. I saw that. Yes. I'm going to give me those. It looks delicious. You know, I still have to make my, I've got to pin down my family. I'm like, okay, look, uh, you got to make a decision. Either we're all going or just Abby and I are going. So we got to make a decision here because <laughs> I got to book some reservations. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I felt a lot better. Uh, I'm sorry listeners i know we've digressed what's a big surprise about that though to get our annual passes the other day it was five hours and 27 minutes from the time i dialed until the time i actually finished the purchase but i heard somebody today say that they waited all day on thursday and then still had to get up the next day and do it jeez I mean, I got lucky. I was, I was like, you was like five and a half hours, but like some people were talking about like seven hours. And then, like you said, the overnight and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm glad I got on when I did. But it seemed like people were having an easier time calling in and getting them. Well, they said that ended up being a problem too. I was listening to that on a blog a minute ago, but yeah, I mean, it really wasn't for me. I was frustrating, but I wasn't just sitting by the phone. I literally, I carried the phone with me everywhere I went and thank goodness my kids were doing independent reading when it was when it said you have um, two Ten minutes, minutes. <laughs> remaining, and I was like, "Oh, sure, they're reading on their own, so I can do this really quickly." I was trying to justify a trip this summer for just Amy and I, and I like was, you know, I'm trying to figure out is it going to be cheaper to drive or I mean, because it's twelve hours for us. Come on, I mean, granted, but we leave at six o'clock in the morning. We can be there by eight p.m. that includes stops no thank so, you so you know i was like texting my husband while i was waiting for amy to get out of school um how many gallons of gas is my car take? <laughs> i was trying to figure out the price if it was gonna be cheaper to fly or cheaper to drive but i've got so much crap going on this summer with traveling and i just i can't swing it i can't justify it i'm gonna have to wait until october so you just need stephanie's deal that she always gets through frontier i know frontier I've, I've looked at Frontier and I just, it's still expensive out of Cincinnati. You got to do it in a weekend and you got to just pack a backpack. Backpack it. Get it done. We did that going to Vegas. We did backpack it to Vegas, but I'll figure it out. I'm just going to wait until October. And then as soon as 2024 releases, I'm booking for the next summer. So for AB and I, it'll be fine. I mean, I'm going to Disneyland. Come on. <laughs> so I'm going to Disney twice again this year. Just cross the coast. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how many times I'm going this year. It's just a little embarrassing. <laughs> it's a lot, isn't it, Vicky? It's impressive. Well, I think if the boys didn't race in the summer, 
I would be more apt to take off and go. Do you know what I mean? Like, because I'm okay if I miss Chris racing, it's Andrew. It, I'm a nervous wreck when I'm away from the kid when he's in a car. I just, I can't do it. He's definitely a mama's boy. <laughs> he's got a roll cage. He's fine. He's always going to be your baby. He will be. Uh, speaking of accidents, uh, Saturday night, this is April 22nd. There was a fire that broke up during the show of Fantasmic at Disneyland. I mean, it wasn't like just a tiny little some smoke or something like yeah, it right. was a legit fire. Mm-hmm. So there's a video that was captured by guests during the show and it showed the 45 foot tall Maleficent dragon on Tom Sawyer's Island igniting during its final confrontation with Mickey Mouse. The head actually catches fire first and then they stop the show and the fire quickly spreads to engulf the entire figure. Guests and cast members were all evacuated quickly from the area, and luckily there was no injuries that were reported. Um, Then, of course, Anaheim Fire and Rescue came to the scene. They extinguished the fire soon after, but some guests, of course, you know, nowadays with everybody's phone, they had their phones out and they were videotaping. So there's a lot of different um, videos you can find of this fire. Some guests captured video and it seems like there was maybe some kind of fluid or fuel that was leaking from the dragon before and also during the fire and construction crews were spotted on the scene dismantling the burnt remains of Maleficent who I mean it kind of looks like a total loss there's not much they can do to salvage that it's unknown if the stage or if Tom Sawyer's Island sustained any additional damage but guests have reported that the stage looked kind of like it was partially collapsed and then Tom Sawyer's Island remained closed to Disneyland guests. And then this evening's performance was, of course, canceled for Fantasmic. On Sunday, construction workers were out working on the set. The Maleficent Dragon is a total loss, but it has not been revealed if any of the damage happened to the island. And so here's what Disney released. They said, during the final showing of Fantasmic at Disneyland Park on Saturday evening, the dragon prop caught fire. Anaheim Fire and Rescue quickly responded and the fire was extinguished. All cast members were safely evacuated from Tom Sawyer Island. Due to the smoke and wind, attractions near the island were safely evacuated of any guests and the cause of the fire remains under investigation at this time. We're temporarily suspending fire effects similar to those used at Disneyland Parks Fantasmic at select shows and entertainment experiences globally out of an abundance of caution following the Fantasmic prop fire at Disneyland Park. The continued safety of our cast and guests is of the utmost importance. I do have to say, have you guys seen the video? Yes. Because the Mickey did a fantastic job not breaking character when it happened. (laughs) He was good. Uh, Yeah, it looked like like whatever fuel they use. I mean, you know, they're just machines or just... You know, things break on stuff. Your brakes go out, something like that. And you could see it, like, dripping, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. It just got worse and worse. And, I mean, that was a serious, legit fire. Like, Yeah, it was. It was. It was almost like that. I, I think it was worse, though. Remember when the Maleficent at um, Disney World caught on fire? The one that goes through the parade? Yep. That wasn't as bad. You mean at Disneyland? Why is it always Maleficent? <laughs> I was at Disney World, I thought. This was, like, years ago, though. Yeah, the float, the one in the parade. The one in the parade, which is why yeah. they don't do the fire coming out anymore. But I didn't think that one is as bad as this one. No, it wasn't. Yeah, this one's worse. Yeah. 
but they will not be using fire on Maleficent dragons anymore because which is sad because I love that part of Fantasmic. Yeah, it looks awesome. Nobody was in danger. It was on an island. Mickey was in danger. <laughs> there was water all around. It was eventually gone out. <laughs> they had it under control. I wonder what they'll do to replace it. Like if they'll put another Maleficent in there, just one that doesn't. Also, that's like an iconic part, the most iconic part of Fantasmic. I know. I hope it's back up and running by the time we're there. That was the part that didn't show when we were there that Kaylee was freaking out about in Disney World. But then Amanda said she did see it. So I saw it at Disneyland in December. Right. No, but Amanda, when she went with Victoria, she oh, said, right. she said they saw it. But when we were there, Kaylee's like, what? Where's Maleficent? Well, maybe they were having problems with it and they just didn't do it because they were afraid of what would happen. I do not know. I mean, I'd rather be safe than sorry. Okay, so while we're on the subject of Disneyland, um, I have some a little bit of sad news. If you're going to go uh, the rest of this month or uh, beginning of May over at Disneyland Park, we need to let you know that the Matterhorn Bobsleds will not be open. The ride closed on April 17th for refurbishments, and this is a one-of-a-kind ride. It is a favorite of many Disneyland goers, including myself. Um, it was one of my favorites. It's not Abby's favorite, but it's mine. <laughs> While this is normal for Disney to have to do refurbishments, it is a bummer for anyone traveling to Disneyland. Um, the ride refurbishment should be completed by June 1st, and it will reopen to Disney guests on June 2nd. Uh, looks like the Yeti will get a little bit of rest for four or five weeks. And let me tell you, that Yeti is scary. <laughs> I know, you told me that, and so did somebody else. It is scary. Like, it, like, is, like, in your face. <laughs> Interesting. Don't be the first person in the cart. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. I was in the back, <laughs> so I was good. Was that painful? Was it a painful ride? No, actually, either way, it didn't bother me. Um, Like, some of the people before, when I rode it the first time, like, they were really afraid that it was going to jar you to death because, like, literally, you're sitting, like, on the ground, you know, like a real bobsled. And uh, they were all afraid that it was going to, like, hurt their backs and everything. But where I was, I was fine. And we were told if you were tall, sit in the middle because you have more leg room. So Andrew sat in front of me. It was me, Andrew, and then Abby was up front. And Andrew said he was fine. I mean, it jars you a little bit, but it wasn't painful. I would see people, like, saying, like, it's painful. Like, oh, if your back ever hurts, like, this ride's going to mess you up. I'm always like, oh, that's terrifying. I didn't think it was that bad. Okay. I'll take your word for it. All right. As Stephanie always says, Disneyland gets the good stuff. Well, <laughs> here's some good stuff at Disneyland Paris, Steph. Guardians of the Galaxy characters were at Disneyland Park on Sunday, April 22nd, to celebrate the third and final installment of the Guardians of the Galaxy series. That means the park was closed. So James Gunn, the director, Chris Pratt, plays Star-Lord... Pam Clementif, Mantis, and Karen Gillan, who plays Nebula. The characters came to celebrate this movie and promote it to the Disney fans in Paris. As you can imagine, these actors and actresses made a lot of people happy getting to see their stars of this fan favorite series. Yeah, they should just go to all the parks. I cannot wait until that comes out. Chris Pratt is my next ex-husband, so. Nice. <laughs> so the interesting thing to me, or the thing that I think is most fun about this cast is... I don't know what they really are in real life, but the way that they act around people 
it's like they stay in character and no one's making them do that because we see them. I think that's them. Honestly, if you've ever seen like the interviews with Chris Pratt, like that's just the way he acts. Yeah, he's a goofball. I think it's just them. That's what I love about when actors and actresses really, truly are themselves because, you know, I've been crushed before when I found out somebody that I thought was true blue was really a snot. And that just broke my heart. You just want to think that you want to have the good in all the people. There are amazing people, too, that are actors and actresses. Yes, there are. Chris Pratt's like a stand-up dude. Mm-hmm. He is, for sure. I like a lot of things he stands for, and he's hilarious. Although I did hear that there's the first cuss word in this uh, trifecta of movies. About time. About time. <laughs> I get gritty. I get real. It's real, it's real world fantasy galactic stuff. <laughs> I cannot wait until it comes out. I already told Amy, I'm like, we're going to see it. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I love those movies, so I'm sure it's going to be good. Now, Chris had never really seen any of the movies until we went to Disneyland, and then he watched them on the plane on the way home. Because um, right outside, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy ride, they actually had um, Glamora and um, Star-Lord out and they were doing like a dance off and it was like, it was so much fun. They had a whole crowd going. Nice. And uh, so Chris had never really seen any of it. And then he's like, I'm going to have to watch these movies. And then he liked them. <laughs> Disneyland gets the good stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have the first of four say it ain't so's. And let me just tell you, I had to limit the say it ain't so's this week. Although I'm sure Brad would have had fun playing his song over and over, but I love that. <laughs> So recently, a guest was caught on video and she was trying to skip the line of Alice in Wonderland ride. Okay, I'm not trying to be stupid or anything, but when you're waiting in a long line, you're paying attention to people that are breaking the rules. And so this guest, we'll call her Karen because that's what the people called her in the article. She entered the exit with her toddler. And I'm talking, I don't think that this kid was two years old. She climbed aboard the Alice in Wonderland ride. So like she was waiting for people to leave so she could come in the wrong way. She clearly knew that she was not doing the right thing. So the guests that were waiting in the line and the cast members explained to Karen that she had to wait in the line. She like jerks out of the the ride on Alice in Wonderland ride and her child kind of like flings. And I know nobody can see me. The listeners can't. But like just imagine when you get out of something quickly, you're flinging your child sort of like give your child whiplash. And she was screaming as she walked away. So keep in mind, the guests are still videoing this whole thing. And there were multiple because I saw a couple of different ones. We can't see what she did, but she comes back a few seconds later. She's not with the toddler anymore. And she starts demanding to the cast member to speak to a manager. And while she's waiting, she noticed that the people in the line were videotaping her and she had some nice words for them. But I'm not sure what she was going to complain about because she was the one doing the wrong thing. Right. She probably complained about the long lines, which entitled her to cut. Well, and the only thing I could think of is maybe, I, I mean, I'm playing devil's advocate here. So sometimes when you have a DAS pass and that ride does not have a lightning lane entrance, then you have to go to the exit or there's a separate entrance like that's not marked. So maybe she had a DAS pass? But I don't know. I don't think she would have got out if she had a DAS pass. Like clearly yeah, I don't think so either. people were talking, telling her, no, the line's back here, lady. Da, 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 da. The cast member said, ma'am, you can't come in through the exit. You know, so it wasn't just one or two people saying this to her. Right. She clearly was breaking the rules. 
So I want to like, what are you going to tell the manager? I was breaking the rules. No, <laughs> I would have loved to hear that conversation. <laughs> uh, sorry, Steph. There was lots of say it ain't so's this week. So you get to do the next one because I did. I picked four. I thought that was enough to torment the listeners with. <laughs> All right. So say it ain't so number two. Recently, a TikToker caught another fight on video in Disneyland. It was a fight between three guests on Main Street, USA. Um, There was two men and a woman who were screaming at each other on the sidewalk by Main Street Cinema. And then the woman drops to the ground. Her arms are full of Disney shopping bags. And one of the men appears to hold the other back from attacking her. While we don't really have a follow-up for this fight, Disney released this statement. They said, be the magic you want to see in the world. The new rule reads, you must always remember to treat others with respect, kindness, and compassion. Those who can't live up to this simple wish may be asked to leave Walt Disney World. I mean, simple rule to follow. I'm just like, I thought that was an interesting statement for them to post anyway, because this happened at Disneyland. Well, that's what I was thinking. Why does it say, well, Disney World when it happened at Disneyland? I don't know. That was the statement that I got out of two. Well, it's two different articles, but yeah. Jeez. What about people that want to be like the dark magic? Be, you know, not everybody, you know, likes to treat people each other nice. So just, those people just need to stay home. Right. <laughs> and that to me just baffled me because it was two men and a woman. I know. A man was holding another man back from attacking the woman. Yeah, like, what? I don't even know what would provoke that. Well, maybe she, maybe she's another Karen, and those two were partners, and she's giving them grief, and maybe. they're all like, "No, you are not," and, you know. And she's like, "Help!" You know, <laughs> how how to go, Matt? Help! That was awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh, you cracked me up. That was awesome. <laughs> All right, so I have the third standing, so it's not as funny as Matt. I mean, come on. <laughs> it's anger. This is making me angry. <sighs> I can't believe you're not angry, if not. <sighs> I am. So have you guys seen the CGI version of Stitch for the upcoming live action Lilo and Stitch movie? No. Okay, I, this makes me really disappointed because I'm sorry, my family is a huge Stitch family. It's like one of our favorite movies. I'm so looking forward to this, but... You guys need to Google it. Yeah, if you have not, go Google it. With it being live action, that Disney would have to use a CGI, but we know that they can actually do better. Stitch like I said, is our beloved character. And this version of Stitch looks like those bald cats that people have as pets, only blue or a little like Dobby from Harry Potter series. Oh gosh, Disney, come on. I hope you're working to fix this beloved character because we would really hate to see this movie be a big flop. I just looked it up. It's horrible. It looks like a a baby blue elephant without his trunk. I mean, it's kind of cute. It's kind of cute. It's creepy. I'm I'm looking at the same one. You know what I think it looks like? I think it looks like Baby Yoda, but blue. That's what I think it looks like. It looks like Baby Yoda, but blue. 
<laughs> it doesn't have like the big teeth. It doesn't have the ears that stick up. Like the ears stick out. That's why it kind of looks like Dobby. 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 Yeah, Dobby. Dobby. And, Dobby. and uh, it looks friendly. Stitch. I mean, Stitch is friendly, but you know what I mean? It has the little terror to it. My kids are up in arms about this one. When I came home from scrapbook camp, they were like, Mom. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he does. Like, this is the only picture that's released is this one of him being innocent. Maybe when he's got his wild face, he looks a little more stitch. <sighs> maybe that's him when he's real young. And then as he gets older, he. Right. Maybe the like, like you said, maybe that's like the baby version. Then he has his glow up. Okay. Thanks for bringing the good in the story, you guys. Well, hopefully I'm going to give it a chance. Okay. Well, we're going to have to watch the rest of the previews to see. <laughs> But I'm really hoping it's not a flop because I was really looking forward to this. All the live remakes are, are crap. Ah, I, I now see. I like Aladdin. I like Aladdin compared to the original. No, I like the cartoon one better. All right, Citizen Show number four. Sit down, folks. This is a dandy of the Saving <laughs> Shows so far this year. This is taking the cake. On Saturday at Epcot, some guests visiting the area from the world competition, they got a little warm, had a couple cocktails, feel a little loose. I mean, what would you do? (laughs) They decided to take a dip in not one of the beautiful pools, you know, all over the property, in one of the fountains in the French Pavilion. They just climbed in, (laughs) back, relaxed, had their drinks up, toasting the great world that they're living in. That makes sense, right? I mean, that's what, isn't that what you guys would do? I mean... (laughs) It doesn't, you know, I remember when I was little, I fell in a fountain once, but uh, the TikToker that caught these people on video, not sure if it was a cast member or someone, but they're all seen taking a dip. They shouldn't realize that they could be banned from Disney for doing this. These people didn't have a care in the world. No, they didn't. Heard it and nope. You know, lots of, there's already stories going all around about what's happened. We haven't heard any final outcome. One person posted that they hope these goofballs got disqualified from the competition. I mean, that's a little that's a little stiff. I'd maybe be like, hey, you got to leave the park for the day. But... Right. So I have an update on that. What's the, what's the digs? So the TikToker is actually a travel agent. Um, she posted a follow-up video to it. She said her and her husband were walking to the French Pavilion to get some, um, I think they were going to go get some champagne. And uh, they noticed them in the fountain. And so she started filming just a little short little thing and then she walked with her husband and then her husband um, stood there in line to get a drink and then she's like you know what i'm gonna go back and make sure like a cast member knows or something and so she said she walked back by the time she walked back after standing in line they were gone like there was nobody there so then before we recorded i did see that they did not disqualify the cheerleading team because this was parents these were parents i don't think they should have disqualified the team it was a club cheer and um being a parent of a club cheer cheerleader i I don't understand where they were coming from i'm sorry i would not be that inebriated in epcot while my (laughs) child is there for cheerleading competition but uh they did not disqualify him they got second place so that's some good news but don't you know those? It, I mean, if that was me, I would be so. If I was a child, I would be embarrassed. I would be like, "Mother, mom, get out of the fountain!" <laughs> oh my gosh, mom, you're all over TikTok. Yeah, I could never. Like in Europe, there's certain places that's the thing to put your feet in the in the fountain and stuff like that. But they also took off their shoes. Like 
Those people are like laying into like up to their chests. One was just standing in it, and then all the rest of the moms were outside of the fountain. They weren't in it. There was one standing, and then the two sitting. I, I just no. They weren't from Europe. They were from Canada. So is that a thing from Canada? No. Oh, those are just the nicest people. They can do what they want. Bless their hearts. <laughs> no, it's just I I I don't know. Entitled parents, I guess. I just I don't understand and. <laughs> Kudos to the travel agent for catching it on film because she went viral. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, Gina, they had one or two margaritas. From the well, the, if you notice the two that are sitting in it, they both have drinks in their hands. Yeah. So living the high life. Yep. <laughs> They're like chives. I'm over here. I mean, here. I don't even. The thing is, I don't even see 21 year olds who are going around for their drinking around the world and trying to do like 21 drinks on their 21st birthday. They're not even climbing in fountains. Like, get it no. together. You're there for your daughter's sheer competition. Exactly. And they had and they had like the t-shirts yeah. said the right. team name on them. And that's like I'm like, you're representing that club. Yep. Children know better. Children. If you're going to do back. that, at least wear the competition shirts. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, right? That's a good That's a good ploy. <laughs> that's a whole lot of crazy. Um, that was my favorite of, of this week's Say It Ain't So's. We need to uh, finish this show in a strong way. And I thought, what better way than to celebrate the 25th anniversary of Animal Kingdom, which just happened on Saturday. The park originally opened on April 22nd, 1998. I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago that it was coming and I just remember what a big deal it was. And that was prior to Vicky becoming all Disney World obsessed. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, I was obsessed with Disney, but not to the point that I am now. And um, I talked about having a VHS tape of every, you know, the, the really cool things that they did. So um, the park had a opening ceremony. I know a lot of the vloggers tried to see it and it was mass cast there were a lot of people so they really couldn't get too good of a view but they did have the tam tam drummers that usually perform in africa if you've ever get to see them and if you've not you should definitely see them they had a beautifully carved like podium slash sign looking thing that had the 25th anniversary and the tree of life and then the animals carved into it the same one from when matt talks about the merch it's the same it, the logo looks the same I'm kind of hoping it stays there so we can take pictures. They had Sarah Riles, which is the vice president of Animal Kingdom. She was speaking. There was tons of media and cast members there. The thing that I thought was the coolest was not that some of these characters are not seen very often, but most of them. Pocahontas and Miko, you might catch them on a flotilla, but not for a while. They The last time we were, the last two times, I didn't see Pocahontas and Miko. Minnie and Mickey, Daisy and Donald, those are ones that we can see there Timon, Rafiki, Flick, and Princess Ada were out. That's why I told Kaylee, I said, this is when I wish you could have taken that that uh, annual pass, hop on a plane, because that child loves Bugs Life. That was her favorite, favorite, favorite. Well, first movie we ever took her to the theater. See, she was 18 months old. And um, it was on this weekend. And I'm like, the first thing I said, Kaylee. But I saw Flick and Princess Ada. I'm like, I've never seen them there. And I hope that stays. They also had Moana there uh, introducing her about a meet, a meet and greet for herself that Steph's going to talk about it in a minute. And since this is Steph's favorite park, I'm going to let her tell us more celebratory news. Yeah, I'm going back to that Moana that you mentioned because they are going to have a meet and greet at Animal Kingdom. Like, that's super exciting that she will have a place. It's going to be at Discovery Island in the park. She'll be greeting guests 
at Character Landing, which used to be home to the Discovery River boats when Animal Kingdom opened back in um, 1998. So when you arrive, you're going to notice that the music being played is Moana music. It's on a loop for the guests to enjoy. And the space is going to be decorated with banners that are reminiscent of those seen in Moana. They depict scenes and iconography from the main character's journey. Her animal companions, Pua and the Hehe, are pictured in the banners. Behind Moana, Moana is a sail-shaped tapestry depicting boats and her grandmother's um, manta ray spirit passing through the ocean in front of the island. This is Moana's first regular meet and greet at Walt Disney World. According to My Disney Experience, Moana will be meeting guests starting at 9.15 in the morning um, every single day. And then her final meet and greet time is going to be at 3.50 and it ends at 4.30. That's a good place for her. Yep. Right by the water. I think that's how the trackers do it. Uh, or not the trackers. It was Craig uh, and his wife from the Diz Unplugged. Kaylee, his wife, Kaylee, that little baby. Uh, they did it and it looked awesome. Like the, it was it was decorated super well. You could tell, you know, I'm sure they'll do it more detailed. I will definitely put that on my list. It fits perfect. Like I always thought Moana would fit perfect. It's all lush and jungly like Hawaii is. Well, I just think it's interesting. I know they can't have room both parks now probably, but they're going to have Tafiti <laughs> in Epcot. Maybe they'll move it eventually or something. Maybe that's the plan. It's like the Star Wars, Star Tours theory. It's like, come on, you know, when are they going to fix that? Like, it's not even in the Star Wars area. Neither is Launch Bay. Yeah. Issues, serious first world problems. <laughs> come on, Disney. Step it up. <laughs> what would an anniversary celebration, celebration be without merch? Animal Kingdom 25th anniversary merch was available on Saturday, and we are sure Disney guests were grabbing up anything and everything they possibly could for a keepsake. Um, I'm sure a lot of those are on eBay right now. (laughs) A 25th anniversary t-shirt and pin were spotted in the park. The light tan shirt has the 25th anniversary logo on it, as well as the anniversary date, April 22nd, 2023. Various animals appear among leaves sprouting from the logo, including a lion, tiger, elephant, giraffe, Nemo, Dory, and the Yeti. The back of the shirt reads, Alive with Magic, and that is the slogan of the anniversary celebration. The pin is not dated, but it features Mickey and the 25th anniversary Tree of Life logo. The tree's trunk is made of Alive with the Magic, and 25, the leaves are filled with Dory, Nemo, Kevin, the Yeti, and a Carnotaurus. And I actually saw some more today on a vlog because that this is the only two things that I saw that they were showing. And I, I'm like, really, that's all they have. Um, I really liked the lounge fly. It's like a leathery I look. I saw that. That's really cute. I liked that one. And I liked the spirit jersey. But do you know how sometimes some things just kind of go out? And I kind of feel like those are going <laughs> I don't think they are. Really? You think they're going to stick around still? I do uh, because they're becoming more popular. Like our, our um, normal, like uh, like Kings Island here, they have spirit jerseys now. I, I saw a ton of spirit jerseys in Las Vegas. Huh. I think, it, I think it's becoming popular and they need to stick around at least until I can get to Disneyland and Disney World because <laughs> I need some smaller sizes. <laughs> Mine are all too big now. <laughs> Vicky, how many do you have? Spirit jerseys? Uh-huh. 
I have four. One of them's Christmas. She's got one up me. I have three. Well, technically, Abby gave me hers, one of hers, so I have four. And it's a smaller. It's a medium. I can wear it. No spirit jerseys here. <laughs> oh, come on, Matt. You would look good in one of them 100 purple ones. <laughs> As like a sign painter, which someone that's obsessed with like things being, uh, you know, balance and symmetry, like it doesn't work. Like it drives me nuts. <laughs> Ugh, it gives me, I got problems. Sorry, folks. The haunted mansion one. I can't believe you didn't get it. No, I'm not a merch person. Like I, my merch is, I, my merch is tattooed on my legs. Like I don't, you know, there's rarely something I see. I'm like, oh, I have to have that. Cause it's, it's so like homogenized to me. Like nothing is special. I don't know. I'm not a merch person either. I am with certain things. There's something really has to jump out. We told you last week that Disney had some 25th anniversary, 25th anniversary banners as you enter animal kingdom. Well, this week the banners were spotted all over animal kingdom. It wouldn't be Disney if they didn't have some delicious foods for the celebration. First up is the Colossal Elephant Roll, which can be purchased at uh, Kusafiri Coffee and Bake Shop in Africa. It is a jumbo cinnamon bun with banana caramel, milk chocolate, crispy pearls, and the 25th anniversary logo. That sounds awesome. It's huge. Vicky's not going to eat it. I know, I was going <laughs> to say, but Vicky doesn't like banana. <laughs> it looks good, though. Sure it does. The Beehive Moose Dome is another treat that is honey mousse on top of a brownie base with sugar bees and white chocolate honeycomb. This treat looks like a cupcake, but it is in fact a mousse on a brownie. You're getting trolled by a faux brownie. <laughs> uh, it comes in a plastic cupcake holder to keep it safe. For the first list of the 25th anniversary treats, you can Google Animal Kingdom 25th Treats. One last item that was released on the anniversary date is the Pumba popcorn bucket for just 22 bucks. I saw that. It looks awesome. It is cute. Yeah, I love Pumba and Timon. Mm -hmm. That seems like a bargain in comparison to most of the other decorative popcorn buckets that have been released. He is very cute and can be found at Trek Snacks and includes a 25th anniversary strap. And you don't have to wait in line for seven hours to get them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that elephant thing did look amazing but the thing that i like about the brownie this is going to be weird but sometimes when you get a cupcake there it's dry brownies are usually not dry there and mm -hmm. then put that yummy honey mousse on top of it mm, that, that sounds, sounds really good. good but i'm gonna have to share it with somebody oh <laughs> the pumba bucket's cute it is cute could you sell us a bite of that please that's all i can eat uh i don't think they'll let you do that that's all right. I'm, ma I'm making you all share with me in Disneyland. I'm just going to take bites of all your guys' food. <laughs> well, we want to give a shout out to my mom, Kathy, and Gracie and Lola, and Margaret from Fairmont um, Elementary, and Amanda, Margaret's mom, Amanda and Victoria, if you're listening, Lee and Crystal from California, Kelly, uh, Jenny, and Angela here in Missouri, Andrew, cookies, cookies. <laughs> Money, We're so, We're so hungry. <laughs> we will send the money. <laughs> Do you take Venmo? <laughs> well, I will Venmo $100 to you right now, bro. <laughs> uh, Travis is in Alabama and Ashley and Ben are in Tennessee. Yes. Yep. I did it right. Did and it right. Steph's mom, Brenda, who lives in Missouri with us. We appreciate all of you. And thank you so much for sharing the magic with us each week. Thanks for joining us and thanks for listening. Please go to Apple or Podbean and give us a rating and maybe a comment. If you do that, 
we can just say already that we appreciate and read them all. So please, 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 we love hearing from you. Be sure to let us know what you'd like to hear more about. We are always reshaping our show to cater to our listeners' needs. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or comment, just text us at 636-373-4497. You can check us out on our social media account, The Mousecapades Podcast on Facebook. If you would like a free quote, contact Matt, Stephanie, Vicki, or myself, Gina, at 636-373-4497. Be sure to listen to Friday's show. Vicki and Gina will be talking with Amanda and Victoria about their girls' trip to Disney World. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. Well, it's about that time, everybody. Disney love. Hurry back. See you real soon. Have a magical day, my friends. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse.